I'm trying to follow your lead. You and I have very different energies. That was not going to be my how I was going to po' boy. So mad. Okay, it is mad. I couldn't. So mad. I couldn't tell if you were being mad or so. Well, how do you train to fight an app? Well. I guess you. How do you fight the USB internet? Cord, you plug huh. one thing of the USB cord huh. into your computer, and then huh. you gobble up the other end. I usually, when I am training, huh. in fairness, this huh. is not huh. to be an app. It was to beat uh, a worm, which is sort of a uh, a mega computer virus. And I plugged in my iPhone charger into my computer, and then I put the other end of the iPhone charger. I um, put it in peanut butter. Oh, okay. And I ate it and I swallowed it. Uh-huh. Um, and when I woke up in the hospital, they told me I had one. So you had one. that would be my... I imagine app would be easier than a, a worm because a worm is, uh, you know, designed to be malicious. And an app is um, designed to appear that it is not malicious. So... Well, this app has been telling me stuff like, this is expired or... You have the wrong information, because I am going to get in a fight with the Disney Now app. Oh, okay. Totally different app. <laughs> um, yeah. This is insane. All right? Yeah. Like, it's not been too easy for stores Resistance viewers out there. Like, I get it. Really you canceled the show. But, like, hey, I still want to <laughs> watch the show. Okay? So Not only have they canceled the show, they don't want people to yeah, watch th- because the I'm like, I'm like, hey, I want to watch it. And they're like... Um, they do this stupid thing with the Mickey Mouse, like doop to doop, doop to doop, buffering, and then boom, nothing. So, hmm, yeah. So it says they have the episode on there. Yeah, it's been up since like eleven o'clock. Mm-hmm. Um, yesterday and around twelve thirty. Um, you know, on the fourteenth is when we're recording this. Um, I was still trying to use the app on. My iPad, my Apple TV, let's not get into it, and my computer did not mm-hmm. work on any of my devices. And I have a... So- but you only try through the Disney Now app? That's your only means? Yeah, it's my only means. Um, I have a um, cable subscription that is not my own, um, but it has worked in the past. Like, episode one worked on it. Right. But episode two hasn't worked, so like a stupid chump. I had to buy the episode. Hey, that's what I did for all of Star Wars Rebels. Yeah, but... Except for the the last, the finale uh-huh. of Star Wars Rebels, I was like, oh, forget this. And I was able, I got a hold of my uh, parents' cable information. Because I, that I had to watch live. I wasn't going to wait to wake up at 5 in the morning before work and watch it on my phone. Yeah, um, so I, the short-term situation is I'm, I'm literally buying, um, these episodes right now, so. Right. Um. More money in Oscar's pockets. Yeah, well, no, he doesn't get that stuff, because he. That's not his understanding. Don't tell him that. Yeah, the way he wrote his contract was really, really weird, because he's getting paid, he's getting paid in credits, um, so all of his money is literally just money that he can use at Galaxy's Edge. And he hasn't even been yet because he hates lions. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, theoretically, he's going to ball out when he goes to Galaxy's Edge or when it opens in Orlando. But right now, 
Um, all of his resistance money is tied in Star Wars merch. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he is, like, if you know one thing about Oscar, and we've talked about him multiple times, um, new listeners, um, he is somebody that goes all out and buying his own merch. So, he wouldn't he would enjoy that. But, yeah, I mean, I'm sure we're not the only Star Wars podcast that is complaining about this app. Um... Yeah, but we're the toughest and strongest and nicest and most clever and um, biggest movers and fastest shakers. Yeah, and... And most humble and... I mean, um, we are going to figure out how to fight... And the how, most to, how to physically fight a digital app. Yeah, well, I told you I already figured that out. Yeah, so we're going to do what you said. I'm going to play yeah. it back. I'm going to see if it applies to an actual app on, like, a TV. We got an email, so... Email, mail, 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 mail. Yeah. From the worst of the world, the whole, the worst thing going on in the whole planet right now, the Disney Now app, to literally the best thing going on in the world, which is... Sarah has. I think that's how you pronounce that name. I apologize. I think it's Haas. It might be Haas. Wait, is there two A's or one A? There's one A oh, and two has. S's. Yeah. Well, that's what I said. Yeah, you're right. Sarah sends an email. And I quote. What's the email? <clears throat> Read it out loud. I'm sorry. This is a very big occasion. Read it for the class. All right. Um, Hi. Oh. This is an email. Oh. Hashtag Raylo. Sincerely, Sarah. Boom! Whoa. You see how easy that is? All right. So here's here's um, we're going to do a po' boy of the week. OK. And the po' boy oh, yeah. of the week we goes to the Disney at now app. Psych. What? Psych. Oh. All right. Wow. You actually it, you actually it goes. I actually fell for that. It goes to Sarah. All right. Because you sent us an email. All right. And you're not a digital app. And right now. All right. Anything that's not oh a digital God, app. I find out you're a digital app. Anything that's not I'm a digital app right now. I am a big fan of. This is a prank. I'm a big fan of, okay? And Sarah, Mm -hmm. hey, great job on the email, all right? Um, The Raylo stuff, that's not really my thing. It's more of Josh's (laughs) thing. Um, Oh, okay. But, um, well, I would say 60-40 with this whole Raylo stuff. And, um, yeah, I mean, we're having a great week. Um, I saw... A friend of mine was like, hey, the Twitter's blowing up. And I'm like, the Twitter's, blo- Boy, the, was the, the Twitter's it? blowing up, huh? <laughs> um, yeah. So there's a picture, you know, we're pushing the Raylo stuff really hard. Um, oh, so, so fruitful. I mean, we got this, e- uh, we got an email. That was great. Um, hey, it worked. More to follow. More to follow. After this story. I mean, it's probably going to, it's probably going to go more and more and more. Look, before we get into this, on the email, we did finally get an email. It is a big deal. I was thinking about sending Sarah $5 on PayPal, but I realized that we don't have a Po'boy's PayPal account. So rather than that, in honor of Sarah's email and the contents of Sarah's email. Oh, we're email, sending her a sticker. Yeah. Oh, that's right. We did say yeah, that. she's getting so a sticker. A sticker. Yeah. Also, I mean... I've mentioned again, I am not necessarily huge into the Raylo thing, but I find the fandom fascinating and really endearing and funny when I'm not being 
too repressed to look at pictures of Kylo Ren and Rey making out in a TIE fighter. And in honor of Sarah's very generous email, and in honor of the Raylo fandom that has given me a lot of enjoyment, genuinely, on Twitter, in next week's episode, I am going to write and read uh, a piece of my own Raylo fanfic. And I already have an idea for what I wanted my fanfic Raylo thing to be. And this is just the callus I needed, and I'm going to write it this week, and on next week's episode, I'm going to read it. And so, it will be dedicated to Sarah, who sent us an email. Quick question, um, just logistically. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Am I just a passive listener to this? Is this a third-person story, and I'm going to play the characters? I mean, I was, I'm very tempted to make one of us Ray and one of us Kylo, and I could write it as a script. I think that's probably, thinking about content-wise... Um, what I would suggest you do, but granted, you're you're the creative side for this one, okay? I mean, I I just don't want you to feel tricked into this thing. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm going to be super. Totally listen, down. either way, I'm going to be super uncomfortable. Um, yeah. But I just want to make the Raylo fan fiction because right now that's literally how we're getting emails, so we got to kind of lean yeah. into it, okay? <laughs> um, I could also do some stuff where like. Um, some Raylo where they go into the situation where the villain is in Palpatine, but this Disney Now app, like Darth Now, and then nope. and then nope. they fight um, this because they both like they like draw a uh, dreadnought and then like Star Killer Base Number Two um, right into the Disney Now app. Okay, but um, mm-hmm. I'll save that for you know down the line so we can do your fan Great. fiction. Um, yeah, so I have, for next week, I'm going to write a, a brief Raylo sketch scene that Pete and I will um, act out on the next episode. Or maybe even we just make it its own little episode and we just do both at once and we'll release it as its own thing. Yeah, that's know. not happening on my end. Raylo fanfic coming, into, come, coming your way in honor of the email. Don't tell me what's not happening. You're out of control. Um, you know what's out of control? The fact that what? Disney has this All app. The likes and okay? Disney oh. has this app. All right, like you want me to pay money for your Disney Plus app, but your Disney Now app, which I have the credentials to watch your show, you don't even have that ready to go. So why should, in my right mind, I buy Disney Plus? Granted, I'm trying to get other people to pay for it right now, but. Are you? Yeah, no, no, yeah. no. We're not. Gonna, we're, we're not. Go no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're not talking about that right now. We're not. We're not, we're not talking about that right now. But we're, we're not talking about that right now. But are okay. you? In, are you Disney? Are you literally insane? Because I, why in my right mind would I do this? All right. I'm not trying to watch stuff illegally. I have the ability to. I know what a torrent is. But I'm really trying to be a hashtag Leo boy and hashtag good boy. But. You gotta be. You Has gotta be kidding me. You have to be kidding me. You have to. You have to be kidding me. I'm so mad. <laughs> I was only able to watch it because I unfortunately do have cable. Oh, pain in my neck. I'm telling you about it. Like sometimes it's like you pay more for cable and internet, and I just don't want. I just want the internet. Blah blah blah. Uh, I, Why do you have cable? It's it's. More for internet alone than it is for a bundle. It's stupid. I don't want cable. It's a whole mm-hmm. thing. Get off of my back. Leave me alone. I don't care for it. I set a DVR I don't care, for the Disney and I don't like it. at 10 on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's how I have to do it. But that does mean that, you know, uh, on weeks where I don't have Monday off, which is every week except for this uh-huh. one, 
I'll have to come home from work and then watch it and then record instead of coming home from work and recording, which I already hate. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> I, hashtag Monday, I already boys. I hate recording this podcast so much. Well, yeah, yeah, okay, so blanket, I hate recording oh, this podcast. While we're, On the while best we're just days. complaining about stuff, all right, Let's um, do it. Pod being live, you trash. All right. Hashtag you're canceled. Garbage. Hashtag Disney now. Hashtag you're canceled. All right. Yeah. Oh my. I'm. Yeah. I'm sure. so mad. I'm. It has potential. Podbean has functionality for us to record like live and for people to be able to join in on a live episode to record. And this would open up doors for us big time. We could send out a link and you guys could. Tune in. I mean, we had a three-minute broadcast of me speaking into the void. Pete could hear me. I couldn't hear him. And even in that small time, three people yeah. joined, though I think they were probably proselytizing because they were called, like, Christian and friend yeah, or whatever. So More power Christian to them. Christian friend, welcome to the pod. Yo, welcome yeah. Welcome to the pod. Boy, <laughs> a close runner-up um, for yeah. Boy of the Week. Because um, I don't know if you know this Christian pod because, you know um, – you're a new listener. Should it be Poehead of the Week? Um, but we are both hashtag Christian boys. We're not going to talk about that much. Um, so we actually, no, we're yeah, not. But I guess we have that. No, we have, we're not. We have that in common. Oh, we're lying for this guy. Yeah. To get him to listen. To the, no, no. Okay. We we were Barking we hashtag Barking. grew okay. up Christian boys. Yeah. Sure. What if it was um, Christian Bale and friend? It was like his name is Christian and friend. Um, I should it be Poe Boy of the I don't week? want to burn any is bridges with Christian Bale. I don't find him to be a great actor. Um, to be hashtag open Ford versus Ferrari. Hashtag cancel that movie. It's telling that P, this is the thing that P ignores. It's um, telling. Just let it be known that Pete's the one who's too uncomfortable to talk about this kind of thing. Um, so <clears throat> in conclusion, should it be Poe Head of the Week. But Christopher Sean was the Poe Boy yeah. of the Week. Poe Boy of the Week's already established, but it is like... In the Star Wars canon, we'd have to do it an entirely new award, and we'd have to have a reason to cancel Poe Boy of the Week. So um, I enjoy Poe Boy of the Week. As we've said previously, Poe Boy is not a gender, but it's a lifestyle. Um, so you, you can give yeah. it to literally any person that is deserving of the honor. That is the idea, but you know. Like, we could even give it to like an inanimate object like Disney now. Hashtag psych. Um, if they actually what if, deserved it. What if we change it to pronoun of the week? Yeah, we're not getting into that. Um, Alright, so. Pronoun of the week! We're not doing that. Um, and it is whatever you want it to be. Oh my gosh. Alright, this has gone off pronoun the rails. Alright, so. Um, You're freaking full. Oh, let's do a live yeah, thing I'm, on Monday. On Monday listen, night, let's try and do it's this not live even, thing we never yeah, tried before. All right, you know what? I'm I'm open to new opportunities. I'm fun and flirty. All right, all right. It's not even wasting them. It's not even wasting. It's not even wasting Monday night. Hey, 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 hey. No, 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 no. Okay, so this episode. Why don't we try it again Tuesday? This episode is not like the title of episode two. A quick salvage run. Um, Actually, it kind of is. Well, I, we're... We thought we were going to go in and out and do something easy, and it got very overcomplicated <laughs> and aggressive. <laughs> well, no. It's basically exactly like... Well, nor- normally, normally you have the bits, and I'm just so mad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, which... And I wasted my whole freaking day waiting to pick up my car. I'm not, I'm not at a great uh, patient spot either. All right. 
We're just a couple of aggro boys. Um, stop, Season stop outing two. that we have wealth enough for cars. Um, episode episode two. two. Season two, Star Wars Resistance, titled A Quick Salvage Run. And that's actually a title, and you have the thing up? Um, I have the buckets list up. I don't have the Wikipedia article up. Okay, buckets list yeah. will count. Buckets yeah. list will work. Um, now, this, like, I feel like we are pretty lukewarm to the point of not liking the first episode. Um, sure, yeah. I, mean, I wouldn't say we didn't like it. I mean, we both said it did it for us. But, yeah, it was it was a, a quieter affair, I, perhaps, than I had been hoping for. Yeah. Um, now, for me, for I was in a rush emo- emotional spot for me um, because um, the app wasn't working and I had to pay $4 to watch this episode. But once I actually purchased it, I was completely immersed into it. So I was mm-hmm. very, very happy with everything that happened. I thought this episode was absolutely fantastic. Um, yeah. And we had complained. The funny thing is we complained, or yeah, I think we both jointly complained about the pacing and, like, the scope of it, you know? Like, yeah, oh, like season, yeah. The, the, the villain was a robot, was a BB unit. And yeah. this completely blew that out of the water. Like, absolutely, it makes a total sense um, for what episode one was, how it was. Um, they've clearly, you know, set the narrative that we're putting Tam at the front line of what's happening. And it's Tam mm-hmm. on one side, Kaz on another side. And without uh, spoiling too much of Star Wars Rebels, for those of you who haven't seen it, there was a moment this week where I began to think it would maybe echo a similar turn we were supposed to believe a character was maybe going to take in Rebels that ended up being basically a weekend of being vaguely maybe bad guy-ish for like two seconds. It seemed like it was going to be this whole thing, and then it was one and done. And for a second, I was like, oh, is, is Tam like already going to switch back and she's going to get this message? And like, nope. Nope, seems pretty committed. I mean, she still she's obviously still seems like uh, on the on she she's not gone full evil, but I mean, this is not going to be a weekend for her. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. So. So basically, the basic uh, premise of this episode is we figure out you know along having all the pirates on board and all these people on board the Colossus sailing through the stars, just looking as incomprehensibly anti-hydro-aerodynamic as humanly possible, as always. Just preposterous. Just a stick going through mud uh, through space. They are running out of quaxium. Oh boy, uh, elements. And they're all, they have all kinds of stuff, you know, they don't have infinite resources. And they show up on Dakar. Mm-hmm where the resistance base was at the end of force awakens, the beginning minutes of last Jedi. And if you've seen last Jedi, that's happened. We're in it now, folks. We are in the last Jedi. Dakar has been blown up the base, the dreadnought, the remnants of the dreadnought are there. They show up, they dropped out of hyperspace there. No one is there to greet them and they can't jump again. They're out of coaxium, you know, coaxium. At least they're not Uh, adding a stupid new, you know, like they're staying, they freaking better. I'm counting on it for my bingo yeah. card. <laughs> More to follow. Um, so they get some of the pirates together. They go to salvage, hopefully, coaxium and other resources from the from the down dreadnought. And 
All the while, Tam has received Kaz's little phone call. Hey, girl, how are you? So sorry. Which, like, all right, Kaz is starting with the apology. This show is still very much going out of its way to steer away from Tam being confronted actually, with the genuine horror and evil. Yeah, and actually story. learn about what's happening. Right. Which is um, fine. So she gets that message. She starts listening to it. And who should walk in? But everybody's favorite little nobody. Freaking dirtbag of the week. Oh, yeah. He, he, he was dirtbag of the week. Womp, womp, womp. Uh, Chase Rucklin or Jace Rucklin. Elijah Wood. Me and old little blonde Elijah Wood. And he's like, I heard what you said. I'm going to tell on you if you don't turn that in. And Tam does. She betrays her friends. She lets uh, Agent Tierney know about the recording. Uh-huh. And they use the recording to figure out where it was sent from or some such. I don't know. They figure out they're at the car. So while they're salvaging from the dreadnought, First Order shows up. The aces are scrambled. Scrambling. Fighting TIE fighters. Boom, boom, boom. Big Star Destroyer. Shooting at the Colossus. Oh, my God. We've got to get the Quaxium. But it might blow up. And if only we could be as capable and not at all clumsy as Woody Harrelson was in Solo. Because, boy, wasn't he careful with it. And, you know, they're able to get it out and get back to the ship and load it up and jump away. And that is this episode. And boy, was it super exciting. These guys just the animation in this show. It's fantastic. And it it's the thing I like the most of it. Like when I'm watching the show, it feels like comfortable or cozy, like an aesthetic I've become familiar with. And so just seeing it. And seeing the sort of the colors and the mm-hmm. shading and the way they do things. And that, was, that space battle with all the debris and like, oh my gosh. It looked fantastic. It looked fantastic. They really did a great job. It's recognizably Star Wars, but it's it would look it would look weirder out of place in the movie, I think, because it's mm-hmm. so colorful. But in this show, it still it works fine. It doesn't, you know, and I just oh man. It feels well, cozy watching this show. It feels like, oh yes, we're the back. Magnitude in this. I know these of Takar was just like, it was literally insane. Yeah. We've never, I mean, I think the last time we saw a battle debris was the Clone Wars episode where Plo, Clo- Plo Koon and some uh, clones are trapped in an escape pod. Oh, yeah, that was a really early episode. That was a freaking freaky episode. Yeah, yeah. but that the scope of that was so much smaller compared, like, you, you mm. that episode, you could not tell the scope of it. Like, it, you did not know where the Star Destroyers were. And you didn't know, like, how big the actual battle was. But, like, you know, for this, we've seen Episode 8. Um, we know the Dreadnought. And now we can actually see its size yep. again, you know. It's supposed to be yeah. bigger, the biggest thing that, um, you know, is bigger than anything the Republic has. Yeah. And, you know, we see these TIE Fighters and X-Wings. I don't think we saw, I didn't see a single um, bomber I don't know about you. I, I think I just saw ties and X-Wings. Well, it's kind of t- yeah, it's kind of hard to tell in the remnants of it. And I guess kind of the idea is probably, you know, when a bomber explodes, it's full of bombs. So the explosion well, is probably a lot more comprehensive. Well, not necessarily, like, because um, they only only when they were armed was there that huge issue. Because some of them got, you know, they made a point of that in Episode 8, that when it actually got armed, and then that one got hit, and then it took out, like, what, three other bombers... Yeah, but every bomber it hit also ends up blowing up its payload. No, um, unless they're armed, they they didn't do that. I disagree. Um, okay, go to the tape. No, All right, let's watch it on Disney it. now. Nope, 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 not doing this. Not not doing this. <laughs> um, so 
but still, I mean, still really, really cool. You know, you have these um, X-Wing um, remnants. Um, you have these um, TIE Fighter remnants. Um, you know, a massive battle did occur. Um, it provides more scope than, you know, um, you saw in Episode Eight, And then you see that massive, you know, crater, right? Like, that was a continent's worth... Not a continent. That was, like, a small city's worth of a shot. Like, mm-hmm. that literally... Looks like it could like destroy an entire state, um, in the United States from that shot. Yeah, and it it's also end. super cool of, you know, that debris and where they position themselves. It makes a lot more sense in like, so such good storytelling of saying like how the long it took the first order to actually get to them. You know, um, like it actually made sense of what was happening on the battlefield. And how, you know, they were just kind of picking at their defenses. I just, so I just think that the battle, like, made, like, logical sense. You know, sometimes the way that they write these stories, and I mean, remember, this is meant for children. That's not super nuanced or, you know, it doesn't all add up. Um, There's some, like, logical Mm -hmm. gaps, but I, I liked how they actually did it. Yeah, and I, you know, because, I mean, uh, even the Star Destroyer firing on them, I was sort of just like, why aren't they just blowing up the Star Destroyer? And, you know, the comics were not in range, and it sort of makes sense that they're not in range because they don't want to drive a Star Destroyer into a bunch of debris. So, yeah, I mean, they didn't overthink it, but they explained, you know, what they needed to, to explain for it all to work. And it was exciting. It was a really exciting episode. This was more of what I expected the premiere would mm-hmm. be like. Um, I don't, you know, it didn't need to be huge and, like, huge plot ramifications or huge mythos ramifications, but it was, it was really exciting. And I, the threat was believable, I guess. Not that, you know, I have an issue with, uh, murder ball, MB, whatever, but, um, I didn't, I mean, the tension was not, I, I, you know, I couldn't feel it because it was a murder ball or whatever. Um, this was, this was exciting. This was exciting. It's very Star Wars, um, you know, a lot of fun with it. All the characters were 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 on very mm-hmm. enjoyable. Kaz, awesome as ever. Kaz, very out of character. Uh, the coaxium almost falls down like a bottomless mm-hmm. pit. Kaz catches it, which is very out of character for Kaz, I would say. I pretty much expected him to fall and then into drop the pit. it. Go, Kaz being he's grown up. Kaz. Um, so I could finally get my Kaz Falls or Trips three plus times square on oh, my Raylo card. You think card. it's three plus times in a season? No, oh, okay. I think it's in an episode. Yeah, that's what I thought as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, sh- oh, also when they show up in the debris uh-huh. of Dakar for a brief moment, you know, very big fan of Infinity War, and I am also a very big fan of a minor character in Last Jedi, and I was really hoping that maybe just maybe, kind of like. When the Guardians, spoilers for Infinity War, when the Guardians show up at the remnants of the Asgardian ship, and all of a sudden Thor smacks onto their windshield, I was really hoping maybe, just maybe, Paige Tico would still be alive. Really? I mean, obviously no. But like, without Big cool. Hey, I'm over here! Well, but I thought, I thought... Um, it was not to be. We, st- we saw that... In the trailer, there's that new alien that's like talking about the resist the first order. I thought briefly that we mm-hmm. were gonna pick up an X-wing pilot. Oh, like from yeah, yeah, and to kind battle? of explain everything that's happening. Gotcha. Yep. No dice. Um, 
Another, let's see. So, speaking of our uh, Raylo cards, though, buddy. Uh-huh. I got one. It was one of yours. Which one was that? Kaz's dad in the trailer, baby. Oh, yeah. The guy worrying about bounty hunters and stuff. And I thought, there's no way that's Kaz's dad. He looks like Richard Nixon. And then, lo and behold, Richard Nixon shows up in this episode, and he's Kaz's dad. Cha-ching! He's actually the first um, part of the buckets list. Um, yeah, so mm. we, we now we have, Where they we have his first name. they talked with the Nixon estate to get his um, We have his first name, forward. which is Hamato. Um, okay. And basically, it's just they're going into his costume. Like, he's dressed ceremonially. Yeah. Yeah, and so that was a big kind of reveal or dangling thread. It was, you know, Kaz's family did survive, or, you know, they mentioned mm-hmm. his mother also. Uh, but they, he, Kaz's dad's like, hey, they know who you are. They've singled our family out because of your actions. You know, there, there are going to be repercussions for this beyond the immediate danger mm-hmm. you are in. Your family is now also in danger for, for this, which is, you know... Some some crappy stakes for Kaz. That's a lame situation to be in, particularly when his parents still seem to not be supportive of his, you know, rebelliousness in spite of what mm-hmm. the First Order has done. Um, but I don't care because I got to mark off a bingo square. So that's two, and they will never line up together. They're not in the same row or the same column or diagonal. One of them's a free space, and the other is, of course, Kaz, Dad, and Trailer. Big day for me. Um, yeah, I mean, if you're a big fan of the father-son issues of, uh, um... No, I'm not so at all. They, ha- they have that. Not even a little um, bit. Um, but... Kind of can't stand them. Kind of my but least But they've also, thing. I think the next episode's probably going to be a bounty hunter episode. Because, like, that was clearly the part where he warned that people were coming after him and his family. So, mm-hmm. that, they did that pretty early. Um, the next point, which I think you're going to be really happy about this is they um, they talk about the Galleon, which is the pirate ship. And right. um, apparently that interior is a heavily modified AT-AT cockpit. Well, I mean, they have an AT-AT on the exterior. I mean, you can yeah, see I haven't it. Yeah, really, I haven't really looked too much into the interior all that much. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, all right, now that I'm looking at this picture, yeah. Um, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, I, the pirate ships are some of the coolest stuff I think that they've designed for, mm-hmm. for this show. I would buy an art book, thank you very much. Right under my wish list, freaking Blu-ray! And then I would really be interested in the concept art for this show, particularly those pirate ships. They're mm-hmm. very cool. Um, I just want to know uh, how much money they threw into this episode. Because seeing these, like, pictures... Twelve ninety five. Four ninety five plus tax. Twelve ninety five. Um, because yeah. these debris pictures are like absolutely insane, and the you know the mm-hmm. the set pieces are moving through it as well, which is just like absolutely mm-hmm. bonkers. Yeah, it was pretty impressive. It was pretty yeah, impressive. and um, let's see what else do we have in this buckets list? Um, just talking about coaxium again. Um, and they, I'm gonna bankroll an edit of. Uh-huh. Redubbing. Recently, they announced for Disney Plus, they redubbed. There is, without spoiling too much, I mean, there's pretty big headlines. I think you'll be fine if I mention that. Palpatine has a brief appearance in an episode of Rebels, and 
at the time it was recorded, Sam Witwer, who does the voice of Darth Maul, did Palpatine's voice. He also did Palpatine's voice mm-hmm. in the Force Unleashed games. And he so he voiced Palpatine for a very, very brief scene. And they announced that they got um, Ian McDiarmid to come in and re-record those, those oh, lines really? of dialogue for when Rebels is released on Disney+. Plus. So similarly, I'm going to bankroll. I'm going to take the entire Star Wars canon and re-record it just so that anytime anyone says mm-hmm. hyperfuel or coaxium or whatever, they just go, gas. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be me. I'm going to record all the dialogue. Um, so every time someone says coaxium, I'll just be like, gas. You're putting Petrol. way too much effort into trying to win this, this rail of bingo. Because you're never going to win. So I would just um, stop. And instead, put more of your effort into vroom, the vroom, Disney Now stuff. app. What are you even talking about? This has nothing to do with my Raylo card. This has to do with being sick of these elements. It has is actively going against my Raylo card, which demands a new element be introduced. I don't know. I don't like made-up elements. They annoy yeah, me. Yeah, um, the show is made up, so we're not going to get into that. Um, I'll, 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 You're made I'll up. I'll skip the next proof. three coaxium um, points in Bucket's List. Oh, my gosh. Gas. Just call it gas. They actually had more. Sorry. They had more um, coaxium stuff. Um, yeah. Great. Don't care. Long <laughs> they, don't care. They had an extra Just obstacle. Um, so if you like that coaxium stuff so much, the released the the um director's cut that they'll do um when they do the um dvd not the blu-ray um we'll have that as well so do they mention in buckets list the ts7 ve series bit at the top of the episode so famously in a new hope when Obi-Wan kenobi is turning off Uh the tractor beam and there's a scene of him, there's two stormtroopers talking, and he ends up, like, doing a force thing to throw a pebble or make a pebble noise, and they walk away. But the stormtroopers are talking about, like, oh, yeah, did you hear the new whatever? I don't remember the mm-hmm. letters and numbers. Uh, series, rifle, and blah, blah, blah. They're talking about that. And it's just small talk. It's in the universe small talk. And that was in the original movie. And in reference to that, in at least Rogue One, but I think it, they may have also done it in Force Awakens. They'd have a lot of additional dialogue by, and they brought, you know, they talked about it a bunch in Force Awakens. Like, they brought in Kevin Smith and all these kinds of random big-name celebrities to do, like, one-off lines of dialogue because Stormtroopers have no mouth, so they yeah, can Yeah, they had, like, Daniel whatever. Craig. Um, so, you know... Well, they had Daniel Craig on set in person in a Stormtrooper outfit, but they have a lot of people just record the dialogue oh, really? to match it. And so Sam Witwer who we mentioned previously, and Matthew Collins, I think, is his name. He did some music for LucasArts and is kind of involved. He, he hosts a bunch on mm-hmm. Star Wars Celebration on various stages, and he has a show called The Soundtrack Show, so I'm trying to look at that to see his name, but his name isn't in the thing. I think it's Matthew Collins. Anyway, the two of them... And some of their additional dialogue they recorded did an allusion to that. And was like, oh, yeah, I think it was like TS-16s or whatever. And the original, they're like, oh, TS-17s. I don't know. It's a bit. It's a running bit. It's an homage. And I noticed. And isn't that cool? And aren't I neat? And aren't I important? Um, Disney commercials, man, they got to go. I only ended up watching this episode because I DVR'd it. I didn't even know I had a DVR. And so that means I had to sit through all these commercials. 
commercials on Disney Channel, them, they're actively well, that's torture. because they're meant for a five- to six-year-old girl, and you are... Much like the show. And you I are the show. not that. Um, well, in my defense, I also hate all commercials. Now that I am an old, old with man. With swole, money. And I stream a lot of television, and I don't actually mm-hmm. watch that much television. But, like, when we end up watching something on Hulu and we have ads, every commercial makes me angry. Like, I, it's, I imagine for other people it would be difficult to be in a room with me while a commercial's on because I just I can't stand commercials. I can't. They make me so angry. But these kids ones... Oh, man, they're rough. Uh, and then the last thing I have on my list to cross out so I can be done talking is, hey, first order, more like the spin zone. Tam, a lot of people trying to provide commentary on Tam's lived experience. Got Chase Rucklin trying to explain to her what's happening with Kaz's message and, and trying to impose a narrative onto her experience. And then you got Tierney also just trying to impose a narrative. They're saying like, oh, this is what happened and this is how you feel about it. And very meticulously like, oh, we're going to we're going to work together and we're going to provide you this easy narrative of betrayal to to ease your transition into this. And you have tyranny telling like, oh, this is what happened. And so you must feel like this and yada, yada. Look, man, let Tam live her life. Anyway. I, so I've been trying to find um, the Stormtrooper voice actors for like episode seven and episode eight. Mm-hmm. And I never knew this until mm-hmm. just now. But the guy that plays Serio Pharrell um, from Game of Thrones, he was in episode yeah. seven. Um, he's a patron. Was no, he he's one of the a, resistance he was people? In, is in Maz Kanata's bar. Yeah. I'll have to, huh. I'll have to check that out. Huh. Yeah. That's cool. Well, the only other thing that's on this bucket list, um, I don't hate Niku right now. I'm not actively trying oh, to that's exciting for you. wish him dead, so that uh, Rayla piece is a dead card to me. So that's fun. <laughs> Um, nice. but, uh, nice. I think this episode did it for me. Mm-hmm. Oh, it hard did it for me. Yeah. I thought this was fantastic. It was really fun and entertaining. I, like I said, I, this, the aesthetic and stuff just feels comfortable. I just like being in this world with these characters. Uh, it was, it was great. It was great. I really liked the dogfight and all the ships. I mean, when the, when the aces shot out of the Colossus into all that debris, it was just like, wow, this is, this is fantastic. It, it, it also kind of clearly shows which Wars. of them are like racers and which of them actually like want to engage in battle. Um, cause it was mm-hmm. like what Fen, I think that's her name. Fen, yeah. Fen like or the Fenris Swedish or, one. Yeah. Um, like clearly is not having a good time. <laughs> uh, and Tora is like, very very into it um the only the last thing i'll say um if you unless you have something is i mean we're clearly past episode eight um you know within the next episode yeah we're in, in episode eight. We're in episode um eight. so you know now they they can answer the question because i mean we saw captain phasma last episode so very nebulous what specific hour of the 36 to 48 hours or whatever last and Jedi I, don't, is. I don't even need them to answer that no no i yeah. don't either i'm fine I'm good so yeah um in their review for the last jedi npr had a line that i think about a lot in terms of star wars i don't even remember if they liked the movie or not but the a line within the review was specificity is the enemy of myth 
And there I'm obviously referring to Star Wars. And I think a lot of times, like, to me, I think when I keep hearing about different types of fuel and stuff, it kind of brushes up against that a little bit to me as well. And so, yeah, like, there's there's information I would like to have. I've long talked about, like, I wish I knew anything else about the First Order, the Sasquatch, the Galaxy, yada, yada. Um, but, like, yeah, I don't need to get into the nitty-gritty. I don't need, like, a minute I don't by think minute we're going to get that either. Specificity is the enemy of myth, you know? Yeah, yeah. But I would I would say it's a safe bet we're not past the events of Last Jedi yet. Yeah, I um, I'm, I suspect at some point we will see, especially now with Tam having the vantage point she does, that we will get some inkling of when the death of Snoke happens, or, or when like when we see Poe. Out. You know, there's no way Poe's not gonna, yeah, make his way back. Oh yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, well, I assume at some point there'll mm-hmm. be Poe will show up. Uh, messaging Kaz and be like, Kaz, can you help me kill this purple haired mm-hmm. lady? She's driving me crazy. And then Kaz will be like, that sounds problematic. And why don't you just listen? And then yeah. we'll see Poe again episodes later. All right. Well, um, do you have anything else, Josh? No, I will try my best to remember to write this Raylo thing. I'm writing it right now in big giant letters on my notebook. Raylo, please. Um, PLS. Raylo fanfic. Next week. Yeah. Me and Pete. Oh, I'm going to put a poll on our... No, I don't want to give it away. I was going to say I was going to put a poll on our Twitter for who should be cast as which character. But I don't... No, 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 no. Okay, goodbye.